Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is R. Michael Anderson. There's no doubt that leaders are being called into action in this time of great change. Do you ever wish that you had a guide to let you know exactly how you need to adapt so that you and your team can perform at its highest levels, even in the face of chaos? Many leaders do, and that's exactly why we've brought in today's guest. R. Michael Anderson has a unique background as he has founded, scaled, and exited three enterprise software companies when he lived in California. He also holds a master's degree in psychology. Today, he's going to share the results of the studies he and his team have done on what leaders need to do to be successful in this next normal and beyond. Well, good afternoon, Michael. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, Michael, this is exciting. Again, looking forward to this podcast for quite some time. We've been chatting and the fact that my audience, they're going to say, hey, another another American from the US. Well, that's true, but you now live in the UK, which is pretty cool. So let's just jump into the questions and start to learn a little bit more about you, Michael. You've got quite the career. You served in roles such as developer, software entrepreneur, your mentor, you're an author, now you're a speaker. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And like we were talking beforehand, and like a lot of people probably listening on the digital executive, I started out as a coder, as a programmer. Actually, I started out as one of those IT technicians that helped fix printers way back when and worked my way up and, and had success. And, and then I got into a place where I was managing people and leading, you know, because I climbed the corporate ladder. And then I started a couple of my own companies in California. And I realized I was not a good leader. Look, I'm smart. I'll work harder or harder than anybody. I'm really focused. I'm a good doer. But then all of a sudden, everything that made me a good doer, you know, I'm, I'm a bit introverted. I'm good at the details. I can power through things just by outworking the problem. Those didn't really translate to being a leader. And then I had to learn emotional intelligence. I had to learn communication. I had to learn, had to learn how to inspire and motivate people, empower people, hold them accountable without being a jerk. I realized I don't have any of these skills. And then to really get to where I wanted to do as a career and also to do justice, to really give my teams what they needed, I really went on a journey to learn and to become a better leader. And I spent years really getting coached, getting trained by the best in the business. I actually went and earned a master's degree in psychology because I really wanted to understand what made me tick and other people's tick. And after a while, after a lot of work and effort, I, I, I think I started to get it because you know my companies really took off. We were on the Inc. 5000 list. We were voted the number one best place to work, which I'm really proud of. And I, I was actually honored with social entrepreneur of the year because we're giving so much back to the community. And really, I think we all want to really create a great place for our employees, for our internal or external customers and and give back to the community. And that's really what I I help leaders do, especially leaders from a technology background, because you know we're a bit similar because we are a bit introverted. We are a bit analytical. And then I help people shift into how to, to communicate, how to focus, how to inspire their teams, how to be strategic instead of tactical. And to me, that's really fun because I know how difficult at times, not really knowing those skills were for myself as a leader. Amazing. I love that story. I think a lot of us on this show and a lot of the, the audience here, you know, started out doing exactly what you and I did, right? We were in the trenches doing the technical work. And then because of our leadership, we were able to climb that ladder. So thanks for sharing your story. I appreciate that. And Michael, this is exciting. You have a new book coming out, Leading in the Next Normal, a handbook for managing remote teams, mental health, and constant change in a chaotic world. Can you give us a brief synopsis? 
Yeah, absolutely, Brian, because it is a new world for leaders. I mean, most of us have went through more change in the last seven months than we probably have went through in the last seven years business-wise. And, and for some companies, it's a lot more than others. Like, for example, I was talking to a lady and they were virtual before all this stuff happened with the pandemic. They're a programming shop for other people. So it really didn't even affect them that much. But other ones of us, other organizations, everybody used to go into an office and now all of a sudden people were working from home and leaders that used to be in the office and used to see people at least sometimes, at least maybe if not every day, every week or every month face to face, they feel disconnected from their team. In addition, there's real mental health issues going on right now. There's what we call collective anxiousness because of whether it's the US election, Brexit, pandemics, lockdowns, you name it nowadays. So it's it's like there's this overarching stress, but then also other people are having to, to deal with at home. You know, for example, my son, just got sent home on Friday. We're in the UK. This is the end of November, beginning of December. And somebody from his class got COVID. So as a precaution, he now has to self-isolate. So he's literally home and cannot leave the house for the next 14 days. And my wife and I are like, wow, we got full schedules. So we have to shift everything. And so, you know, there's so many people I talk to that has issues with parents, that has issues with relatives, that has issues maybe with their partner or their kids. And we're all trying to balance getting our work done, having to adjust at home, having to all these different things that we just have to address as, as people. And nobody taught us how to do this as leaders. So as leaders, we're really thrust into a role that really nobody could have been prepared for. And I really wanted to give leaders everything that I could, again, so that they can show up strong and healthy and their teams can get healthy and productive. That's awesome. I appreciate it. And I'm certainly looking forward to the book, Michael. This is amazing that you get to share and, and help others by putting out a book. And I think that's awesome. So thank you again. Michael, I hear you've done an extensive study to prepare for this book. What specifically came out of that study? Yeah, the people are, are hanging on a lot because, and what I mean by that is when we first entered this pandemic, like first couple of weeks, it was like, I say it was like a street fight where companies basically had to make really fast moves just to stay alive in some cases. So, you know, that was back in March. And then we thought it was only going to last till July. So it was like people made pivots, they changed. And that's that was like a sprint. That was phase two, it was like a sprint. And now we realize, you know, late in 2020, early in 2021, that these changes may last for a long time. And some of them may last forever. Some people are shifting to a hybrid model. Some people are shifting to, to virtual. Some people have hired people that are not even close in geographies. So we really have to take this as a marathon and we have to put in strategies because we've been so tactical and reactionary because things have happened so quickly. We have to really look at things from a longer term level now. And we really have to be thoughtful and mindful because we have the company goals, the team goals, the performance, and a lot of people's just like I talked about mental and emotional health. We want them to be healthy, both because it's good for business and that's a human thing to do. And I think all of us want our, our team to be at their best as people and as producers. And there's a lot that leaders can do to make that happen. Amazing. Thank you again for sharing that. And Michael, this is the last question, but I'm pretty excited. I want to hear and again, get to take your story and turn around and share it with a large global audience. Could you tell us what do leaders and organizations have to do now to prepare themselves going forward? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And, and this is a couple of little sound bites, but I just want everybody to maybe shift their thinking a little bit in these times. If you're a manager and a leader, you have to increase the amount. If you have people working remotely, remote teams, whether they're hybrid working, whatever they are, you have to increase the amount of time that you've been managing and leading. So for example, if you would spend maybe five hours a week, and I'm just throwing out some numbers here, of connecting with your people and making sure everybody's okay and seeing what support they need, then double that to 10 hours. If it was 10 hours, then 20 hours. They need more of your TLC right now because, again, there's so many things have had to change. And if we're talking about digital executives, oftentimes technology is supporting the rest of the organization. And as the leader, there's and if this is your department supporting the rest of the organization, it, it's so crucial. And, and, and to just understand how much burden and responsibility they have taken on. And you as the leader have taken on a lot of this too. So we really need you to be, I talked to so many leaders that are spending so much time making sure that their team is good, but they're not taking care of themselves. So, I mean, you know, make sure that you're taking some time off, find out what's really important and focus on that. Take everything else off of your to-do list, take everything else off of your team's to-do list until you get into the place where everybody is not running around, not scrambling, not sprinting, because people are going to burn out. They're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. And if people burn out, then I'm going to use a technical term here, Brian, you're screwed because it's it's difficult getting somebody back from burnout into, into a healthy place. That's not a quick thing. And, and you got to watch your culture because if people start hitting that, that wall, that's bad for your culture. And it's so important for us as leaders and our teams to really be at our best now. And so there, there's so much I want to tell everybody, Brian, but I also want to be, you know, get to the point on some of these things. And, and leaders out there, just remember that to take care of yourself, to take care of your team, create a strategy, be realistic about your strategy and really go forward with that. Because again, we're in this constant change, probably for the next six months or a year, at least. That's awesome. And I appreciate your share on that around giving back to your team and using some TLC. And maybe for our next podcast, Michael, I'd ask is how do us as leaders get, you know, rejuvenated? You know, I don't know if that's in the form of a mentor or not, but I'd be sure happy to follow up with a separate podcast to dive into this a little bit deeper. So thank you for sharing. And Michael, last thing is I just want to let you know, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks so much. And if anybody's interesting, it's leadinginthenextnormal.com. So leadinginthenextnormal.com. You can go and the book's going out. I'm doing a soft launch on, on the middle of December and it'll, it'll give you, uh, it's a handbook. So if you want strategies and tactics that you can deploy today and tomorrow, that's really what it's going to give you. So thanks. Thanks so much, Brian. And I really want to just make sure all the leaders out there have the support that they need. Thanks again, Michael. Bye for now. 